So many positive takeaways from this game tonight. What are a couple of the things that stood out to you? Um, I think, you know, first of all, everybody was ready. Bench was ready. Everybody was hype. Of course, it was the first game. But, you know, I think we just didn't worry about them. We just uh, worried about us. And then, you know, we were having fun out there. That was the most important thing. And I just want to give a shout-out to Tim. I think he played like an all-star today. I'm not just talking about offensively. I told him before the game, I want you to lead us because he's one of our biggest leaders. And I think he did an amazing job tonight, not just on the court, off the court. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's going on, Knicks fans? This is the Nick of Time show. Here to give you that Knicks talk just in the Nick of Time. It is the first week of Knicks basketball. It's finally wrapped up. This is your boy, Jay Ellis. And across from me is... Ryan G in the building. That's right. We're missing the two Leos today, so it is the J&G show once yes. again. The Scorpio connection with Scorpio season right around the corner. Right, right, right. <laughs> in retrograde right now, giving that Knicks talk. Just Knicks of time. And I felt like when I heard that clip, Ian's Cantor was looking right in Kathy's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but those of you who know, who were watching two episodes ago, Kathy was going in on... Tim Hardaway Jr. What did she say? What was the famous line? I guess he was oh, working too much on his leadership. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and also she come up, she came up with F the check. <laughs> yeah, F the check. Yeah. Enos can't have heard the episode. Enos can't have heard the episode. I don't know what's dropping right now. Yeah. But Enos can't have heard the episode, and I felt like she was he was talking right to you, Kathy. Tim is a leader. <laughs> Damn it. You can work on leadership. Exactly. It's showing so far. A little, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you got to work on his one-on-one defense. Yeah. But <laughs> baby steps, baby steps, baby steps. The defense in general is picking up for the Knicks. So, mm -hmm. you know, it, it is what it is. I, I like what we're showing so far for the defense. Yeah, right now definitely. we're Yeah, like right now we're number, what, number five in defensive yeah. rating? Yeah, as a team. Yeah. Yeah, so you got to clap it up to that. I know it's super duper early, but we gotta clap it up to that. Also, um, you know, you know what? Let's start out with Tim Hardaway Jr. talk since we already here. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about Tim Hardaway Jr.'s performance thus far? Well, I'll be the first to admit that I was one of the I was one of the people out there that was getting on Tim Hardaway for his um preseason performances. You know, they weren't yeah, that great. We all were. Exactly. And, you know, he deserves some criticism and rightfully so. But I'm the type of person where I give props where it's due. And I feel like these first three games, Tim Hardaway Jr. has shown out, especially offensively. Yeah, he still needs to work on his defense a bit because, I mean, um, for the Nets game, Levert drove by him and hit the game-winning shot, and then in the Celtics game, yeah, yeah, Tatum yeah, shot over. It hurt. Yeah. It still hurt. It stings. Yes, yeah, it Especially losing to the bum-ass Nets, man. Yeah. I hate losing to the bum-ass Nets and Spencer Dimwitty and, yeah, and Elmer Fudd-ass. This other Elmer Fudd-ass <laughs> dude with the headband. Jared Dudley, Elmer Fudd-ass dude. Yeah, I hate losing to them, yo. <laughs> For real, though. But, I mean, despite, you know, Tim Hardaway Jr., you know, not really defending that great on those two possessions, I feel like... He's made up for it a whole lot offensively. You know, I mean, at least the way I'm thinking about it, offensively, he's outperforming his contract right now. Yeah, I think that was the idea. You know, the idea when when Steve Mills was kind of left alone with the pen. 
before uh, our guy Perry was there to like stop him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the idea in his mind was we're going to pay him starting shooting guard money in hopes that he becomes an all-star shooting guard and yeah. we're underpaying. Yeah. I think that's what he was thinking. And we were all kind of like, this is a big-ass gamble. It was. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we will see if it's going to pay off yet. It's still only three games in. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But uh, I'm encouraged. I see certain steps in the right direction, right? Yeah. Like, he's averaging right now, let's see, 28 points. Um, Shooting 41% from field. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's another thing. He does need to work on his shot selection a bit more. Yes, he's a little, he's a little chuck chuck ch- chucky. He's a little chucky. He's a little like he gotta pass the ball sometimes. We'll get into that in the, in the game breakdowns as well. But he needs to pass the ball a little bit more. Yeah, just just a little bit. Right. And his one on one defense, I admit. I mean, we 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 feel it. But you know what? I will say this. Overall, his activity on defense, to me in my eyes, has been better. Yeah. Has been better. The team's activity on defense has been better in general. So I will give credit where credit's due. He's he's not a top-notch defender. He still has some technique things I feel like he needs to work out. Mm-hmm. Right? But I don't find myself screaming close out on the shooter. Yeah, not as often. As often. <laughs> <laughs> he's not perfect, but not as often. Yeah. Like, before, when he came to the Knicks, he was like a below-average defender. Yeah, terrible. It's terrible. Ter- like terrible, like I, like I, I, I repeated this before. When he was on his team that first year, mm-hmm. I, I, when he was traded, I was like, okay, I didn't, I didn't bat an eye. Yeah, I, I didn't miss him either. Cause he had that Olay defense. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Yeah, that Olay defense, just like Clyde said. But now he have, I mean, uh, it, it, it's decent. It's decent. Yeah, it's, it's 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 not as terrible as it used to be. Word. And granted too, like the teams that we faced so far. They've been up and down offensively. Like Brooklyn, we face Brooklyn. Brooklyn isn't the best offensive team. Yeah. But um, you know, three point defense is, is a challenge for Brooklyn, for us. Um, also the Hawks too. The Hawks aren't the best offensive team either. Yeah, I think the Hawks were missing two starters that game too, if I'm not mistaken. C- correct, correct. So all take these take these stats with a grain of salt. Yeah. <laughs> but hold on a second. But we are doing better. We we are. I feel, yeah, I feel like we definitely are doing better. Yeah, I, actually, I do think holding holding the Celtics to one on one points was actually pretty good defensive performance, though. Yeah, no, that that yes, yeah, that one is notable, and people will say, you know what, the Celtics were on the back to back. We were also on the back to back. Exactly, so it was even. Yeah, it was even. Stevens there. Yep. And especially considering that game, we had Kyrie Irving on the other end, and we have our guy Trey Burke, and I mean. He didn't. He 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 came on. Yeah, but I thought it could have been worse. <laughs> yeah, it could have been. But yeah, just to give you some stats. Oh man, let's see. Knicks, fourth best defensive ratio so far. Granted, it's only three games, but we are gonna take that right now. Of course, we take we taking all we taking all the love. We are gonna enjoy all the flowers while we can still get them. Damn it. <laughs> On the flip side, though, nineteenth best offensive rating. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, to be honest, I mean, if you look at Fizdale's um Grizzlies team, they weren't 
they weren't necessarily the best offensive teams either. So maybe maybe that is a side of to Fisdale's um strategy that needs work maybe on the um offensive side of the ball. Or maybe we just don't have the pieces. <laughs> yeah, that, that could be it too because we are missing KP. Yeah, we missing KP. Who who? Not to say KP solves all our offensive problems, but it definitely helps. Yeah. Uh, and actually, I feel like we will be, we'll be even better defensively with KP. To be honest with you. So I, we might be number one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with KP back, we'll definitely um up be up in the league in blocks. That that's for that's certain. That's for damn sure. <laughs> that's for certain. That's because we not sniffing blocks right now. Nah, not even. <laughs> yeah, and Mitch hasn't really been getting the minutes really either. So we need KP's blocks to help us out. Yeah, but yeah, the defensive rating is pretty high. There's a lot of defensive stats that are out there right now that shows that our defense has stepped up. Um, we're fifth. And loose balls recovered. Okay. Yeah. At 5.5 a game. Uh, Frank is ranked ninth in steals per game. Not surprising. Nah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Tim Hardaway Jr. is not is close behind. I'm not sure what number it is exactly, but he's tied with like four or five other people. But it's around the 15 mark. Oh, okay, Timmy, we see you. Yeah, so mm. active hands. Very active hands. So if I'm looking right now real quick, real quick there. Hmm. Right now, he's averaging two steals a game. Oh, that's surprising. Yeah. From Tim Hardaway Jr.? Yeah. Yeah, that's surprising. <laughs> yeah, Knicks are playing those passing lanes. They're being very disruptive. They're def- getting a lot of deflections. In general, the Knicks have been in the top of the league with steals. Yeah. So, I'm going to call that the Fizdale effect. The Fizdale effect is at work. Take that for data. You see all the data we dropping right now? The Knicks are Back, or not back, but we're, we're climbing. Dang. Yeah, we're climbing. We're not we're, there yeah, yet. Yeah, we're not there yet. But, but, we, but we're coming, though. We see it. We yeah. see the future. We see exactly. where it can be with the cat's face and the youth. and the, Yeah. Like, we're the arrows over. We're the, fast, the second fastest team defensively in the league right now. Yeah. That's that youth them. The youth them is, is making us fastest exactly, here, man. Exactly, <laughs> So, good times are coming. Knicks fans, just be patient. And... I know we're losing a couple of games right now, but be patient. We're building, we're building the bricks. Yeah, and then, and then on top of that, it's not even like they're bad losses. To to me, I mean, there's no such thing as a good loss. But it's yeah. like, but it's like the way the Knicks are battling in those games, like the Knicks are showing a lot of fight, which I think is very important, especially for the future when these guys actually develop and learn and you know and learn how to win more games in the future and this and that like. Yeah, you have to instill that battling mentality into them early. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so, and it's got that's going to come, man. When you're a young team, all you can ask for is battling on defense and figuring out on offense. That's our best case scenario this year. I feel like it's gonna, like I, I don't think we're gonna win a, a ton of games, but I feel like we're gonna be in a ton of games because of Fizdale's defense, our hustle. And I'm hope I'm thinking at some point stuff start my stuff might start to click for us. I'm not sure if that means playoff for us, playoffs for us. But I feel uh, like yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying playoffs. Yeah, yet, yeah, but. exactly. <laughs> like somebody told me, like think about the 76ers. There's a point when the 76ers were a young team; they were losing a bunch of close games, mm-hmm. and that's possibly going to be the Knicks this season. Yeah. So, I I even there's some games coming up. Though you might lose too. Ah, there's, there's some tough ones. Yeah, there's some toughies. There's, there's some toughies coming up, but stay in there. It's, the defense is there, but the offense is to pick up. But like, um, some 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 positive stats for you too. 
three-point shooting, right? We were bottom of the leagues in three-point shooting. Right now, I think we are tied in, I believe, tied fifth with Brooklyn. What were three-pointers made? Three-pointers made. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a difference because I remember in the like the last few recent seasons, the Knicks are always like near the bottom of the league in three-pointers made and three-pointers attempted. Like the Knicks never really been a three-point shooting team. Exactly. And guess who's leading the way for our team? Timmy. It gotta be Timmy. Yeah, Tim Hardaway Jr. <laughs> I believe be he's number three or tied for number three. Now, granted, we're recording this on a Sunday. Yes, yeah, so it might three change. Games it played. It might be changing right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as I'm talking right now, he's number three, damn it. Exactly. <laughs> so we're going to clap it up for that. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to speak it into existence. He's going to remain in that top five after he faces the Bucks on Monday. Damn right, it's going to be. going to let it fly, damn it. Exactly. Top five, dead alive. Ten <laughs> for three. Now the Knicks. So I love I love the progress of our team so far. The defense has picked up. We got we want to take more threes. That's picked up. I've seen even Trey Burke working on his threes. He's he hasn't been all you know. It's, it's been hit or miss. Mm-hmm. But we we we're shooting more and we're making some. Yeah. So even Kansas hit a three to the he oh, hit yeah. a three. <laughs> even Kansas get in the mix. Hit oh, his first man. three. Hit hit that straightaway three two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I know. The thing we're going to have to work on is we have to play faster, right? Right now, we're 20th mm-hmm. in fast break points. That's, and that's actually surprising, the way the Knicks play defense. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we're 20th fast break points. So, considering how much steals we're, we're, we're producing, I guess we're not really scoring. Yeah, we're not, we're not translating them to points. Yeah, so we got to figure out how to translate that into points in the future. Hopefully, we'll, we'll actually be able to figure that out. But that's some things to work on. But I also read, I think, Tommy D. Tommy D was talking about the types of threes we're getting are wide open. Yeah. We're just not making them at such a high, as high, like, as a high clip as we can, actually, as we should be. But we, the, the type of threes you're getting are wide open, which is good. But we're also um, 25th in points in the paint. E. Ah. Uh. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel I feel like that's also a stat that will grow once KP comes back because it'll give us a more of a presence in the paint. But it's surprising though because it's like Cantor's been a bully in the paint. Yeah, it's, I mean Noah Vonley's been doing this thing in the paint too. Yeah, but I mean Vonley Vonley hasn't been scoring a whole bunch in the play. Even yeah, though Vonley's been too. his percentage has been very high. He had a game where he shot a hundred percent. Yeah, but um. But he only shot like five times or like something like that, four yeah. or five times. So, I mean, and when you know what we had, we had problems scoring mm-hmm. in general. Yeah, that's and true. And getting easy baskets, mm-hmm. fast break points, scoring in the paint in general is part of scoring. So the threes are going. We need to figure out how mm-hmm. to get more easier baskets to actually start to win some of these games. Yeah, maybe maybe the Knicks need to also drive into the paint more as well on the in the, in the half court sets. Then that's another problem too. Like when we look, when you're looking at our team, who has the ability to really get into the paint is is the is also the problem. We have Trey Burke, Tim Hardaway Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody else is a suspect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is true. Every, when you think about it, <laughs> everybody else is a little bit of suspect. Maybe Mario, 
But uh, it's not really not. He's not like a give me the ball clear type of guy. He's more yeah. of like I come downhill. I'll try something, and maybe it looks good, and maybe you win. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. When you do think about, it, it's only two guys we have on the perimeter that that are really good at penetrating and finishing at the rim. Oh, you know what? I'm forgetting. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. my bad. I disrespected. Trier. Oh yeah, Trier. Oh yeah, hey, <laughs> Trier, Trier. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah, Trier. Yeah, he, uh, he's pretty good at penetrating and getting to the rim as well. Yeah, he. But he he likes the pull up game though. He yeah. likes that 15 footer. Yeah, that mid range. Yeah, yeah, but. When when it's a fast break though, I feel like he can. So we need we need to find ways to get in the paint more. Um, and I think that's why even some people kind of dis disregard it or are mad at certain decisions coaches made. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's why coach might have made this decision. Which you know what? Let's get right into that. All right. We talked about what the starting lineup should be the last episode. And I'm gonna pat myself on the back. We, you, you, we, can, we can both pat ourselves yeah. on the back. <laughs> we can both pat ourselves on the back. Yeah. Um, because I know Ryan was saying that Frank and Trey together would be ideal. Yeah, but then, but then I was, the reason why I didn't pick that was because I had a feeling that um, uh, what was the, what was the thing again that I said? Because I thought that um, I wouldn't, I didn't think that he'd bench um Knox. Right. Yeah, because he already said from preseason that he plans on starting Knox and you know and helping Knox get his feet wet. So I wasn't expecting him to bench Knox, even though Knox didn't have a great preseason. Right, exactly. And for those of you who are mad that Knox got benched, uh, here's some stats from Knox. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> very small sample size. I mean, according to Tommy D, you know. Yeah. Uh -huh. Knicks allowed fifteen point seven more points per game per hundred possessions. With Knox on the floor. Oh my God. Which is it's just why. Yeah. Now last week, I even said, if it is keep what you kill, which is what this coach has been preaching from the jump, then Frank to me has been the best wingman. Yeah. So my starting five ideally would be Trey Burke, Tim Hardaway Jr. Frank Nilkina, Lance Thomas, Enos Cantor. I just knew that wasn't happening because I am so used to Knicks coaches having their favorite guy, yeah, and never wavering. That I did. I thought, I thought the coach was gonna ignore, ignore all of the evidence, and just be like, "We're just gonna keep Knox in the game because we need him to develop faster." Yeah. So I thought it was gonna be keep what you kill, but. Knox is the exception. That's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, but me clap too. up for the coach. I actually respect it. Yeah. Make him earn it. Exactly. So, so people people are like, oh, let him, no, 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 let him earn it. Because that's that. I like that. Create that culture that you keep what you kill. It's going to make you work harder for what you want. And I also think that it's going to build character as well. Definitely. And you can see it this game. You can see it in the games that happen. Like, um, I felt like in certain games, this next game, I feel like he, his defensive activity turned up. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. But also, yeah, I, yeah, I feel like his defensive activity turned up, so I feel like it's going to work. And you know what? Even and, and Fizz is the type of coach that even when you're doing good, if your defense is not good, he's going to sit you. 
Yeah, there was. Or an, he's gonna there, let there, you know. There was an example he's, of that in the next game. Exactly. <laughs> let him know. <laughs> let him know. Like he, like my guy, he's gonna fire shots. He's gonna fire shots. He ain't gonna just clap. He's not gonna just clap when you blow in the f- defensive assignments and you score just because. No, that's not what we're doing right here. Nah, because first priority is defense. You gotta get your defense straight first and foremost. Exactly. And when that and that and you know what, if you, if you keep that same energy all throughout the year. Fizz coach of the year, damn it. <laughs> At least in my mind, damn it. Fizz coach of the year. Not for real. If the Knicks keep this up through all 82 games of the season, in my mind, Fizz deserve coach of the damn year. Hell yeah, <laughs> for real. Like, come on. Word. Fizz coach of the year. Mills co- uh, GM of the decade. <laughs> like, everybody gets an award. You get an award. You get an award. Word. Everybody getting, the, yeah, everybody getting something shiny, god damn it. Exactly, <laughs> I, Like, I can't, like, the last time the Knicks showed any type of consistency was, like, the 2012-2013 season yeah, when man. they won, like, 50-something games. Seriously. And we over here talking, we talking good about the Knicks. We won, we're won, <laughs> we have won one game and lost two. Yeah, <laughs> and we and we we in a good mood for real. <laughs> like, where does that happen? That doesn't happen. Nah, that that's when you know that someone placed their magic touch on the Knicks, and all of a sudden it got the Knicks looking like old times exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Can you rebuild in New York? Yes, we can. God yes. damn it. Yes. Yes, we can. Now uh, let's get to some rebuilding news. Well, not even rebuilding news, just news in general regarding KP. So, as you know, across the pond or in the in in the mountains, <laughs> in the mountains, in the mountains, uh, cat, he signed an extension. Oh yes, he did. He got big money. Yep, dollar dollar bill. Yo. Dollar dollar bill. Y'all got big money, and obviously the Timberwolves chose cat over Jimmy. But yo, I'm sorry. I'm just not to deter you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Timberwolves chose chat cat. Cause I forgot to have this conversation before the last episode. Uh huh. Timberwolves chose Cat over Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler went ham. Yes, he did. In practice, beat everybody with third stringers. With third stringers on the team, <laughs> kind of boss. Yeah. Free agency coming next season. Off the cuff question, not on a docket. Mm-hmm. Would you want Jimmy Butler on the Knicks after yeah. that showing? You know, a matter of fact, I I, I kind of remember my answer. I wasn't prepared, but I think I kind of remember my, okay, remember I, my yeah, answer. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? I feel like it, it might it might be an unpopular opinion. Boo! I feel like Jimmy Butler would do well with the Knicks. Ah, man! And here's why: because you have to think about it. What's Jimmy's What's Jimmy Butler's main problem with the Timberwolves? They don't work hard. Exactly, and on top of that, it's also money. Because Ching. because he saw yeah. that oh you gave Cat all this money you gave Wiggins all this money yeah but I'm the guy who works the hardest on the team and you're not giving me no money there's no money for me so I, I so I feel like if the Knicks paid Butler but but the but the caveat here is that I would only want Butler on the Knicks is if we're able to open up another max spot because I would still want Butler with somebody else like a Durant or Kyrie or someone like that. I feel you, yeah. Yeah, because I don't think Butler by himself is going to dramatically change the win- the wins for the Knicks. So you're not afraid that the culture of the team is going to suffer with a guy like Butler? I don't think That's so. That's a risk. I, I, it's a risk, but I don't think so just for the simple fact that his issue with the Timberwolves, at least playing-wise, they don't play hard. 
Fizdale got these guys busting their ass on defense. Yeah, you're right about that. So I think Butler would. So I think Butler would take to that, cause Butler's competitive himself. Yo, I feel like Butler would have got on Mario's lazy behind when he. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Butler would have got on him on Mario that last game. I'm so. I'm so. I have a love hate Mario. We'll talk about that later. I mean, yeah, he would probably get on. He would probably get on Mario, but I mean, with the majority of the guys on the team, like they play hard. Yeah, and I think Butler would, you know, he would fit in, and then on top of that, it's like the Knicks would be giving him his money too. So I was like, okay, the money thing is cured, and then on top of that, would you give him his money? That's the thing. I'm not. I don't know if I want to give a man who is 30 years old a max contract because when you listen to him talk, he seems like. He talks about appreciation. Mm-hmm. They didn't appreciate me here. To me, appreciation means money to me. Because Tom yeah. Thibodeau wants you. Yeah, of course. He's like kissing your ass to get you to stay. Yeah. So, so <laughs> if that's not appreciation, then to me, it, you, you appreciation is cold for money. Yeah, it's a money. And if that's the case, then nah, bro. I don't know if I want to spend a five-year, four-year max on Nah, but, man, that's but, too but, 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 but I feel like every championship team got a dog on their team. I understand that. <laughs> not for five, not for five years. Yeah, but it's not like he a scrub though. No, he, I he's know not, he's not a scrub. We can't be doing these long term metal deals for thirty year olds, man. We can't. <laughs> but this man played both sides of the ball. I yo, dude, I am the. <laughs> I love two way players. I would love Jimmy Butler on this team. It's the money got to be right to me. Yeah, at least. At least the, the the years. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? At least the years. I Two. Mean, I, I, I mean, hey, we don't Two have... Two years. We don't, we, don't, we, don't, I don't, we don't want no Joe Kim Noah stretchers. <laughs> He's balling for year one, year two, yeah. year three. He got a knee injury. Now we stretch waving him too, Joe Kim Noah. Nah, I, I, man. I mean, I mean, I mean, we don't got to give him no four-year contract. I mean... That's if, what he wants. That's what, I, that's, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I mean, look, can we give him like a three-year contract, three-year max with like the third, with the third year an option maybe? I'll get. I'm saying we get. We get it. He get a two year max, and we get an option for three. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The team option. Yeah, yeah. We gotta reverse that. We get a two year <laughs> and third year option. Damn it. I'm. I'm not sure if you if you'll come that if it's a team option. If it's a player option, probably, but Th- not third team year option. team option. Son. <laughs> nah, sorry. yeah. I live this. I live this nightmare too many times. God damn it. <laughs> I don't know. I take the risk as long as we get somebody else like a Kyrie and Durant or someone like that. I would take the risk. Yo, Kyrie said he wasn't coming now. I, I don't. I don't believe him. Yo, he believe, need, he need, need more people. people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yo, I'm starting to believe it, man. He had the sincere eyes, man. I don't know. You know, about sincere, that. You know the sincere eyes I'm talking about when you know, your eyes are like a little low and your voice is like lower too, and then you turn your head. Yeah, man. Back, yo, I really, I usually used to strongly. Used to, I used to strongly consider New York as an option with KP and Fizz, but I, I've already committed. Like I, he had the sincere eyes, dog. Didn't he have the sincere eyes to that kid that he liked? He did. He did. <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> <laughs> he did. But st- I don't know, man. He had the sincere eyes, like you know, like when you go on the subway and those dudes who ask for like candy for their basketball team. Yeah. He had those type of eyes, dog. Exactly. It's like, can you? It's like, I right, can you? Can I get some money for my basketball team so I can stay out of your house? No, no, the ones where you, <laughs> the ones where the candy sellers, uh-huh. the candies. It's like, my name is Daquan, <laughs> and I have this box of candy. 
Not for no basketball team, mm-hmm. not from no school, but so I can stay out of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, damn, they quite seem sincere. Maybe I should give him some money for that kid. <laughs> like, I felt like he had the sincere eyes, dog. Uh, as I said, you see, he, he had a sincere eyes to that kid he lied to in Cleveland, so I don't believe him. He need more people. Aye, aye. <laughs> when, when, when he finally signs that contract for the Celtics, that's when I believe him. LeBron wasn't there yet, though. He wasn't there to piss people off like he's about to in L.A. <laughs> I don't care. I don't believe him yet. He need more people. Aye, aye. Whatever. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Because <laughs> Durant rumors are still rampant, too, because... Durant's brother posted something that he was... Oh, yeah, I remember that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm way off script right now. This is all freestyle. (laughs) Because Durant posted something. He's like, yeah, you got two rings. You want to get one more, then we out. (laughs) I I don't know if I'm explaining it right. Those of you listening on YouTube land and on SoundCloud for us and Dash Radio... Yeah. SoundCloud.com slash Nick Time Show. YouTube.com slash The Nick Time Show. Don't forget the the. Yeah. Um, Kyrie's brother. Oh, you mean KD's? I mean brother. KD's brother. I'm sorry. Commented on on KD's pick. KD had a picture of him with rings, two rings on his finger, mm-hmm. and under it he commented, "Yeah, man, we're gonna get one more, and then we out." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. I mean, I don't know if I'm KD. I don't care. If that's my brother. I'm killing him because I'm like dog. You, yeah. gotta keep, you, you gotta keep this secret, man. Like, what What are you doing? Yeah, man. It's like everybody is saying it, man. I'm starting to believe that you can definitely go. Yeah. And then I think I read, the, what were the options? It was Knicks, Lakers, Clippers. I, I can't see him going to Lakers. I mean... I can't see it either. Because, it's, because the narrative is already out there that he's a snake for leaving OKC and going to the Warriors. So can you imagine him leaving the Warriors and going to the Lakers? Dog, crazy. <laughs> crazy time when that happens, what? man. Number one and two best players in the NBA team. Oh, my God. Yeah, that would be crazy. That's not even fair. Golden State's not fair now, but that's not even fair. Yeah, you can't have LeBron and KD on the same team. That's wild. Nah. <laughs> but we'll see. I'm actually starting to believe this KD, KD, KD thing might happen, so we'll see. Yeah. But circling back to KP, <laughs> I brought up Cat to say, I started off by saying Cat got his money. Cat mm-hmm. and KP came in the league at the same damn time. Yeah. At the same damn time. Right? So it is time for K- KP to get his extension. But... Allegedly, more allegedly, I don't say allegedly. What happened was, no, I can say allegedly. The front office chose not to extend him this year and give him the max. And supposedly, KD, um, KD, KP agrees. Do you like this move? How do you feel about that? I mean, of course I like the move because by the Knicks doing that, they free up $10 million extra in cap space. Right? Which means that money can go towards another good player to bring into the team. Exactly. And also, I believe that if the Knicks weren't confident that KP is staying, I I don't think they go through with that. I think they would have signed him to an extension now, despite the fact he's injured. But I think there's a I think there's a mutual agreement between the Knicks and KP that they I think they explained to his people like, look, we want to re-sign you, but you know by us doing it in the summer. We free up ten extra million in cap space, right? Where we can use that money to bring in somebody to help you win here. Exactly, exactly. And keep in mind too, KP can't really go nowhere next season. Yeah, because we earn his bird rights. 
Yeah, and he's a restricted free agent. He, yeah, he's a restricted free agent. So any anybody offer him anything. You can match. You can match. And we can go over the cap to match. Yep. So there's that. Exactly. KP ain't going nowhere. Yeah, and for him to be a free agent for real, for real, he would have to deny the max that we're going to offer him next season, which would be crazy town. Yeah. <laughs> crazy town. Yeah, especially coming off an of injury. Like, KP yeah. like, better off taking that money. <laughs> exactly, especially coming off an of injury. Yeah. He's risking losing a lot of money. And then there's some other things I don't technically know about, but there's like... There's a certain rule that if you don't play enough games, that means you don't qualify for the... You qualify for a lesser amount of a qualifying offer. So if he doesn't play a certain amount of games after this injury, he can be offered $4.5 million and seven, like $7.5 million as a qualifying offer. So it can get really bad. Damn. So he's risking... So if he, if he was to turn down the max... Mm-hmm. He has to pretty much guarantee himself that I'm going to be healthy. Yeah. So I don't get super duper low balled. And I don't think he's going to take that risk. Yeah, it's it's going to be kind of, it's going to be kind of similar to the Boogie Cousins situation where it's like, you know, Boogie was coming off the injury where Boogie if he was if he was actually healthy, he'd command a max contract, but since he was coming off that injury, he had to settle for something less and proved his health so that in the future he could probably get that max. Right, exactly. So hopefully, the, our hope is the Knicks improve in KP's eyes. Uh, he sees what Fizz is building. He's excited to be part of that, this team. And he'll be he'll resign with the Knicks. And another big agent, maybe, I don't know, Kyrie, maybe he's a Ryan come. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe KD, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, maybe... uh <laughs> Get signed in the draft? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Cam- some people saying Canva, I don't know, maybe somebody from Portland comes, swings by, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I-, I know this is going way off topic, but um, I don't know if you heard the other day on the first take, Stephen A was talking about Damian Lillard again. Oh, yeah, what was he saying? And he was saying that... um. Possibly this season is going to be the last season of the Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum experiment. Mm, it, may, it would make sense. Yeah, because if they don't go far in the playoffs, Portland may think that they can't play together and they may be willing to move one or the other. Mm. Yeah, and they're saying that Lillard is... Like, they're saying that Lillard is all in with Portland, but they're saying that if Portland does decide to move him, he wants to go to either New York and L- or L.A., and he prefers New York over L.A. I heard that. I heard this a long time ago. Yeah. I definitely heard that, which is why I even mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in these streets. I be hearing you. <laughs> and we can't get Kyrie. Listen, man, Kyrie's numbers versus Damian Lillard's numbers pre- pretty much damn identical. Yeah, that is true. And and Lillard's a killer, man. Lillard's definitely a killer. The only edge I'll give Kyrie is the defense is, is, is better. Yeah. But offensively, they're right on par. And I'm hoping a fizz effect would happen with, with Damian Lillard as well. Yeah, and have him play a bit more defense. Exactly. That would be my hope if that was to ever happen. A, yeah. A Lillard KD? Apparently, I don't know. Yeah, the, the only thing with Lillard is that Knicks would have to trade to get Lillard. That's the, mm, that's, that's the bad yeah, thing right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. We don't really have the assets really right now to do that. But when is he a free agent, though? I feel like uh, he was, I, I thought he was a free agent next season. Nah, it's... um. I'm not 100% certain. I want to say 2020, but I'm not 100% certain. Okay. All right. All right. Well, maybe we can check that out later. Yeah. All right. But back 
to the damn Knicks. Knicks, Knicks season started this week. We started off strong. Very strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this game was the battle of the trays. We had our guy, we had Trey Young from the Hawks coming to New York, the big stage, the bright lights. And he was battling our guy. Oh, I miss it still your minutes. <laughs> Trey Burke. One of these days, I got to do an acapella. But, 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 but I'm waiting for the game where Trey Burke explodes. The game yeah. where Trey Burke explodes, that's when I'm going to do an acapella. Yeah, Trey, Trey didn't explode this game, but I, he, had, he, has, he had a couple of... Yeah, he had a decent he, game. He had, he had a decent game. I mean, actually, I had a gripe with him this game, but he had a decent... Everybody had a decent game. Yeah. But I'll get to that later. I'll get to this later. But stats and the facts, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to go through the stats and the facts. The Knicks won this game, so no Hawks stats, just pure Knicks. That's right, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Tim Hardaway Jr. led the way with 31 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists, 10 of 22 from the field, 3 of 9 from 3-point range. <laughs> that shooting percentage, though, was high. If I remember, I think it was like 45%. Yeah, about 45%. Then we had Enos Kent with a double-double, 16 points, 11 rebounds. Then we had three players who scored 15 points. Trey Burke, Alonzo Trier, and Mario Hazanja. It's me, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my favorite drop, man. Right now, that's one of the best. Yeah. Mario's just a play better, so I can hit that button more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and we had Noah Vonley with a double-double off the bench. 12 points, 10 Beast rebounds. Beast mode. Beast. Yes. And then the rookie. Kyle Quinn who? <laughs> I mean, at this moment, uh, uh, at this moment, uh, yeah, hey. that's another reason I wanted. To tr I wanted Kathy here, man. I want to troll Kathy so bad this Word. week. <laughs> I want to troll her so bad. Yeah, she would. She would have got trolled with the Tim Hardaway, yes, Junior um segment, and she would have got trolled right now yes. because Noah Vonley is making us not miss Kylo Quinn at all. Who? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh who is this? Oh, the Irish guy. I don't worry. <laughs> Damn, okay. Yeah, and, and you know, Kevin Knox, he contributed with 10 points. He had a bad shooting game, though, 4 of 16 from the field. <laughs> it was a little hard for him. <laughs> <laughs> Very hard. Okay, I'm going to get to the um game stats. Um, In the game, what I noticed about the game stats is that the Knicks definitely out-rebounded the Hawks, 60-53. Bully mode. That's the, I'm guessing there has, there has to be Cantor and Von Lee connection. Yes, the Knicks had 12 steals that game. Oh. He's a beauty. That's that fizz effect. Exactly. And they forced the Hawks into 24 turnovers. But here's the issue. Uh-oh. I see why they say the Knicks are doing bad at fast break points. They forced the Hawks into 24 turnovers, but they only had 11 fast break points. Bruh. How did that happen? I, I have no <laughs> idea. What is that? I mean, I mean, he's... I guess that's that's gonna be an ongoing battle this season. We talked about it earlier how we we kind of our defensive rating was pretty high, our offensive slow. We couldn't get really get the easy baskets, and yeah. that's things that we're gonna have to work on, man. Pushing pushing the ball and running once we get the stop and converting. Damn it. Yes. Can you, you see what the issue is? 
It's because last season Knicks weren't doing that, so it's gonna take time. Yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna take, take some time. time to get used to that all that running and gunning, man. Exactly. People get wild when they run and gun. Sometimes they're not in control. Sometimes when you run running too much. Yeah. So people have to get used to being running and being in control and in the man correctly and stride on the pads. That we gotta work on all that. Yeah, all that. I'm hoping, hoping it comes together at some point. Yes. But yeah, um. <clears throat> So, I'm going to say this. This game, both teams are bricking in the first quarter, right? Yeah. I think they were both really, you know, nervous. Baby. Yeah, first, yeah, yeah. first game of the season. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. But that second quarter, though. Yeah, that second quarter, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, it took two minutes to score. Yeah. For any team to score. But that second quarter, though, is when it started. But you know what, too? That first quarter. Mm-hmm. You know who was the first score on the Knicks? Wasn't it Frank? Yes. Technically, it was. Technically, Frank was the first person to score a field goal, but the fan. There was a fan that hit like a ten thousand dollar half court shot. Oh yeah! (laughs) (laughs) So shout out to that guy. Can I get a dollar? (laughs) I mean, shoot, I want to (laughs) try. I mean, shoot. Why? Why not? (laughs) Exactly. I mean, shoot. You know what I'm gonna do with man? Listen, we have mad equipment. See this camera? This, this camera right here? We, this would be super 4K HD camera. Man. Exactly, <laughs> See, see everything. Everything. You see all the little hairs I hardly shave today. You yep. see that there, dude? Man, we, we, I, we have all sorts of help over here. We have, yeah, we have a whole staff, writers. Yup. Man. We'll be lit. We're gonna be lit. Nigga, Tommy, huge. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so um, but you're yeah, you're absolutely absolutely right. Face called timeout, turned the team to calm down. Yep. Got a little hopped up, and Frank hit a three, and we started to get rolling. Mm-hmm. The defense revved up, and we started to get rolling. And um, the second unit, Fizz said the same thing happened with the second unit. Yeah. So um, this was also interesting too. Watching that first game is actually kind of figuring out what is Fizz doing with the rotations, right? Because mm-hmm. you see the preseason rotations, but you want to see if that's going to carry over until the uh, the regular season. Yeah. So we had Knox was in for Lance first. And then we, so we had like a lineup of like Baker, Trier, Mario, Knox, Bonley. Yeah. And that's who we was just running with. So, and it seemed like Baker was getting a majority of the minutes. Mm-hmm. And he was running that that point guard spot, and somebody I heard I hold near and dear to my heart was not getting any burn. <laughs> free dot. <laughs> well, well, I know we're gonna get to it, but he was definitely free to that yeah, third he game. Yeah, free, goddamn it. <laughs> Let us be free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what that unit did got the job done anyway. Bon Lay proved himself to be a beast, mm-hmm. getting offensive rebound. He was like Black Enos out there, dog. Oh, yeah, he, he was. He was black anus down there, man. <laughs> I don't know. Yo, this dude with the one-handed rebounds is impressive. Yeah, he be jumping over people, too, and grabbing them boards. Yeah, exactly. Grabbing the boards one hand, he just does his job. He does the dirty work. I seem, I feel like he's, like, real tentative to shoot the three like he was in preseason, though. Yeah. Maybe because it counts this time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it, it could be the case. Because, yo, he was hitting him in preseason. Yeah, he was. He was hitting him in the hot clip. Season came along, he's mad trigger trigger shy now. I don't know, man. You gotta be like Enos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta be like Enos, man. He's just letting them fly in the game. Yup. <laughs> take take your cue, man. Let them fly. See what happens. 
He want he's trying to protect his protect his his shooting percentage, but it's all good. Yeah, because you know it's pretty high with all those um dunks and putbacks. Exactly, exactly. But what I'll take away from that game is um, Knox was active on the defensive end, right? Which was cool. Knox still has some defensive lapses though, and I felt like it mm-hmm. didn't show as much because the Hawks were, were that game because the Hawks weren't a good shooting team. Yeah, they were they were just straight abysmal ass trash. All yeah, that. yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you know the things we were talking about. Remember our draft episode mm-hmm. where we were talking about the Knox on Knox. Yeah, I didn't really see it that much in summer league. I didn't see it that much. In preseason, mm-hmm. I'm starting to see a little bit of it during the season. Yeah, regular season. Yeah, yeah the stuff that we kind of worried about, where he kind of just loses focus on defense. He kind of spaces out. Yeah, on the picks, especially like around the three point line, kind of sp- spaces out on the picks, and he spaces out on the back cuts. Yeah, this game he was spacing out on the picks, and three point shooters were left wide open, but they were bricking. They were bricking because yeah. they just didn't have the shooters. So we need to watch. We need to watch that in Knox, but on the good side, he did have some blocks and steals, so he was active, like Coach Axon to be. So, I applaud that. It's gonna be a process for Knox, most definitely. Also, it's me, Mario. Mario had a good game, and that was the game where I was like, okay. Yeah, he did. But the thing about Mario's performance is that most of his points came to me in garbage time when mm. the Knicks already had the game in mm. hand. It was it was that fourth quarter he was really scoring. Before that, he wasn't really doing much. So, I mean, I know we're going to get to it soon, but one of those guys that, I'm, that I've been unimpressed with since the season has started, one of them is Mario. Oh, I'm a damn she. You stole the whole step. Exactly. Thank y'all. you. Show's over. Everybody go. Peace and love to everybody. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I just had to throw that out there right Thanks. quick. I was, yo, I was arguing on IG today about Mario. People was like, yo, let it go. Nah, man. I'm a, I'm a, let me stop. Let me stop. Breathe. Breathe. Okay. I'll, we'll get back to that later. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So yeah, overall I liked I liked what I saw. Frank was a demon on defense. He was floating, rotating, spin moving here to here. He was like, I don't know. He was all over. He was all over the place. I liked what I saw from him. I liked what I saw for Mario in garbage time, as you put it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I liked what I saw from Cantor. Good game overall. Yes. Which brings us to the the bum ass next game. <sighs> this one hurt, man. It most definitely did. Wait, wait, wait. I forgot to mention something, too. Mitch. Oh, money-making Mitch? Yeah. Money, money, make it Mitch. Mitch got injured. He only played one minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did play one minute. He he played one minute, but we really didn't miss him because he was rolling anyway. Yeah. He rolled his ankle. And game two happened, and he was post... They said he was able to play, but he never came in. But mm-hmm. I just wanted to mention that. Okay, go ahead. All right, so we're going to get into the Nets game. Tough two-point loss to the Nets, 107-105. Oh. Yeah. Now, if you've, been, if you've been listening to the Nick of Time show for the past two seasons, um, this is our third. Yeah. When the Knicks lose, I read the visitor stats, and trust me, it, it hurts me to read the Nets stats, but I have to. Because <sighs> that, that is what we do. <laughs> 
So the Nets were led by Karis LeVert, 28 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists. Bruh. D'Angelo Russell, 15 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. Oh. Jared Allen, 15 points, 11 rebounds. Oh. And they had Joe Harris with 11 points, Karooks with 11 points, and Dinwiddie, or Dimwitty, uh, 10 yeah. points. She. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to get to Nick's stats. Enos Kent had a monster game, 29 points, 10 rebounds. That's my guy, man. 29 and 10, he's a beast. Yeah. Nick should have fed him all game. I mean, they got, they got to it eventually. Yeah. Tim Hardaway Jr. had 29 points, 10 of 25 shooting from the field, 3 of 8 from three-point range. Um, I have some things to talk about with Timmy, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Specifically one play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, also, Kevin Knox had his coming-out party. Yeah. 17 points, 6 rebounds off the bench. Knox came hard. Yes, he did. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I, 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 wait, how did I miss that? Uh, how did uh, I miss that? Uh, <laughs> how did be I miss that? that? Oh, man. If Kathy, if, if, if Kathy was here, you would have got caught. Got to be better than that. <laughs> if Kathy was here, you got If Kathy was here, you would have got caught, now, I'm though. I'm too fast, but I'm too fast. <laughs> <laughs> too fast. 0.5 seconds. All right, so um, in the game, the Knicks didn't shoot, to, didn't, they didn't shoot too well from the field. They shot 40% from the field, 32% from three. Here's the here's the bad here's the bad point. They allowed the Nets to shoot 49% from the field and 40% from three. Oh. Uh, Knicks were also out rebounded by the Nets 60 to 41. Oh. But the positive for the Knicks in that game was that even though the Nets did win, the overall the defense did play pretty well. They for they got 10 steals and forced the Nets into 22 turnovers. And, and they took over and they took care of the ball. Three turnovers were for the Knicks. That was encouraging, even though we still lost. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. I don't ever want to lose to the bum-ass Brooklyn Payne Giles, man. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to do it. Yeah, it's tough. You know you know, you know know what what really upset me about that game? It was the comments that D'Angelo Russell made yeah. after the game. He's like, we're supposed to beat the Knicks. That was what really pissed me off. I was like, nah, man. We can't lose to these guys. We can't. Yeah. We swept these bum-ass Brooklyn Payne Giles four times last, last year. We can't. I, and the thing is that the Knicks weren't even good last season. And we no, swept them, yo. No, we still won. <laughs> I mean, look, we, we almost beat them this season. We don't have KP. They only yeah. beat us by, like, a point. Like, come on, man. Exactly, uh, man. It's just, uh, this one hurt. But I'm going to talk about this game. So I feel like us playing each other in the preseason kind of prepared the Nets for us a lot. Yeah. Because, like I said, there was a board disparity Enos Cantor didn't get his usual crazy twenty point, like twenty rebound. Like they really, they did a mm-hmm. good job. He, did, I mean, he he got his boards. Yeah. But they did a good job game planning for Cantor and Vonleh. Yeah, because it it was like every shot I saw go up, I saw at least like three nets under the basket trying to get the rebound. Exactly. And while while it was only either just Cantor or just Vonleh trying to go for the board. Yeah, and in those moments, I was, I would wish. I would hope that our, our you know Lance mm-hmm. or our guards would help him out. He's getting he's over here getting double or triple team. Yeah, help help our guy out on the boards, man. Like help him. I was, but it is what it is. Nets did a good job of of bodying Enos Cancer up and Vonley and making it difficult for him to get offensive rebounds. Something that they you know they strive at. Yeah. Um, 
But this game is interesting too because Trier was the first man off the bench, six man, six man role. Uh that was interesting. Uh Knox was looking a little more relaxed this game. Yep. So it was like, all right, you see the maturation coming from the rookies in a couple of shots. Burke kind of disappointed me this game. Yeah, Burke wasn't too good. Yeah, like he 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 was a little too shot happy for me. Mm-hmm. Uh in this game and that first half in particular. I believe the Knicks only had four assists, I believe, in that first half, if I'm correct. Yeah, I mean, matter of fact, the Knicks didn't have many assists for the game. They only had 14. Low-ass number. Yep. And Fizz is preaching, move the ball, and for some reason the ball wasn't being moved. I, I don't think, yeah. I think he ended the game. I think, yeah, that, was, that, wasn't, that wasn't what I needed from, from Burke that night. And he was... He, I know I give Burke credit for fighting, mm-hmm. but he was having problems a little bit with Dinwiddie and and the taller guards. Yeah, I mean, it's understandable because I think Dinwiddie's like 6'6", six, six, and like D'Angelo Russell's like 6'5", so it's understandable. Yeah, and I love Cantor too, but sometimes the foot speed has him at a disadvantage when when the road, when this, um the ball when the Nets move the ball so much. Yeah. And no, give the Nets credit, man, because they swung that ball left to right. The Knicks, I felt, for the most part, was pretty okay rotating. Mm-hmm. The Nets were just really, really good at moving the ball. Yeah. And Cantor lacks that length and speed to actually rotate to the basket to really, like, affect affect uh, those those forays to the basket once our guards get beat or once there's a back cut. But um, he's having problems keeping up the ball moving, for sure. Yeah. But, um... <clears throat> What I did like was our, our guy came over and he took over a little bit. Take me a minute to find this. He took over. He scored seven straight points. Ah, 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 Frank took over. Scored seven straight points. I was, I was, I was like watch, I was like watching my son grow up. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I, it He's like, yes, he's this aggressive Frank I know. It, it was weird because after that happened, uh-huh. the Nets actually started to try to get the ball out of his hands. They was they was like trying to keep him from getting the ball. Yeah, which is something I've never seen happen with Frank before. <laughs> That's growth right there. Yeah, it's growth right there. It's like, oh, he's a threat. Yeah, <laughs> I loved it, man. So shout out to Frank for that game. Um, I figured still they should have posted cancer every time going down the court. Yeah, they couldn't stop him. They couldn't stop him. They eventually figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> and that I felt like between Frank getting those seven straight points and Cantor starting to post, I felt like we was getting momentum mm-hmm. again. Uh, so I like that. I like that Von Lay. Yo. I mean, with the way Von Lay's playing, we 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 may need a sound for him. Dog. The Knicks need to find a way to sign Bonley long term. Have to cheap long term deal. Mm-hmm. Have to. You really, you rarely get somebody who is big, can rebound, plays good defense, mm-hmm. and has the foot speed to keep up with the with guards. Yeah. On pick and rolls and just like there was a play where Bonley was left outside guarding Dimwitty. And Dinwiddie was like, oh, this is barbecue chicken. I got... Mm-hmm. Nah, he was stride for stride with Dinwiddie, man. Dinwiddie was not able to just kind of blow by him. I mean, shoot, I guess people can guard him then. I mean, the re- yeah, exactly. 
Like, Bruh. this guy was delusional with that comment. This, that's why I'm so mad. I'm so mad. This loss hurt, bro. Yeah, it, it hurt. It's still, I'm still a little, I'm still a little loud, salty about this loss, dog. Yeah, but you know what? Let's get to Hardaway Junior for a second. Okay, let's just do that. Because I, the reason why I wanted to mention was that last possession against Karis LeVert. Okay, so now he, he Tim Hardaway Junior admitted after the game. Yeah. They play with each other at the University of Michigan. Yeah. So you would think that he knows that Karis LeVert's strong hand is his right. Yeah. So why did he allow LeVert to go right and drive to the basket? It's that that's that check it's desire versus technicals, man. There's the technical there's, there's he you can see that Tim was trying to force him left. Yeah, he was try- yeah, he was trying initially, yeah. And he hit him with a move. And got back to his right. And forced and forced him to 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 square to switch his, his feet and they ended up going back right again. That's one of those things where it's technique over desire, man. I, I it, it happened. Mm-hmm. It was a tough shot still, even though he went right to his strong hand. I wish I'm hopefully Timmy can learn from that the next time. Mm-hmm. Fizz made it a okay, question. Yeah. Cause this is this is what's going in Twitter land and in Instagram land, fans have been saying, why in the world mm-hmm. is Fizz having Timmy guard Levert in the last play? Why isn't Frank guarding him? Why isn't the captain Lance guarding him? Why mm-hmm. is Tim Hardaway Jr. guarding the best scorer on the Nets on the last play? Well, I think when I looked at the play, I think they had Frank on Dinwiddie, I think. Right. Um, I'm not sure where was Lance on that last possession. Lance was the, Lance was in the game the last possession. So I don't know who Lance was on, but I mean, like the Nets do have other threats because you have to think about D'Angelo Russell. Right. Dinwiddie. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I. I I'm not fond of the dude, but you got you got to kind of worry about him too as well. Yeah, but I guess I guess you know what it is. Everybody saw that. Then when he had his ups and downs, Levert was the one killing us all game. Yeah, so everybody knew he was going. He was getting the ball. Yeah, and fans was like Frank should have been on him, and you know what Fizz, Fizz actually said himself that he wants to have he wants Tim Hardaway Jr. to grow. Yeah. And there was no way he was taking Tim Hardaway Jr. off of him. He wanted him to grow. Mm-hmm. He he wanted to challenge him as a defender, and he left it. He left him on there for that. He left Tim Hardaway Jr. on him for that reason. Do you agree with that? I mean, if if you're thinking from a development perspective, I agree because at the end of the day, it still hurts though. It, 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 <laughs> that it, hurt. It, it does hurt, but you have to think of it this way. If you want to play, if you want a player to be the best version of himself that he can be, you have to put him in situations that challenges him. This is a fact. This so I mean, it's a development year. So I mean, yeah, yeah. The logical thing would have been, you know, okay, Tim Hardaway Jr. guard some guy that's less of a threat, and then we'll put like our best defender Frank or put one of our better defenders like Lance on Levert. Right. You know, but at the same time, I understand where Fizz is coming from. Like, you want Tim Hardaway Jr. to become a two-way player, you got to put him in those situations and, yeah. and, and let him learn. You got to give him a two-way player um, situation. And Tim Hardaway Jr. said it himself. He 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 felt bad for 
sending the guy uh, right. He knew he was left-handed. He said he'll do better next time. But I yeah. agree with you. I, I'm actually, when I heard that reason, I was like, okay. It brought me back to this perspective. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it is a development year. Yeah. We're trying to develop our guys. I know some people have in their mind that they're getting rid of Tim Hardaway Jr. already. Mm-hmm. Like for future picks or future free, free, uh, free agents, whatever. But that's not even a guarantee. Maybe we develop him and see what happens. Yeah. That's a possibility. Yeah, I mean, that would be a logical thing to do. <laughs> yeah, we had him for 70. Like, if, he, if this guy is averaging, I, I I doubt that he stays on this pace. This pace is crazy. Yeah, it is. I doubt he's going to stay 28 points per game. But, I mean, if he's averaging over 20, I mean, shoot. I mean, maybe we might have to reconsider keeping him. I, I don't know. If he's scoring 28 points per game <laughs> at his salary... Yeah, that's I mean, a bargain deal. That's exa- a bargain. Exactly. <laughs> the dinner's like, yeah, most definitely we'll keep him. Exactly. <laughs> Hell yeah. Especially if you're going to start to play defense too. Yeah. I mean, so if it's we trust. Yes, most definitely. It happened. Heartbreaker, we lost. I'm still, I'm, I'm trying to find a silver, with, silver lining with this game, but I hate losing to the bum ass Nets. <laughs> I just, I hate it. I do. Yeah, I, I think the only silver lining you can really find is that, again, like, even though even though the Knicks lost, the overall defensive performance was pretty good. It wasn't, it wasn't a bad defensive performance. Yeah. I mean, I mean, even though, even though the stats are deceiving because the Nets did shoot almost 50% from the field, but I feel like the, the Knicks showed, still showed great activity on the defensive end, regardless. Yeah. They like I feel like there's a portion where the Nets hit a lot of tough shots in that first half, and we chopped them down in that second half. Um, like I said, like I said, this Cantor still has a foot speed problem. There's still Trey Burke still has like a size problem with certain called taller guards, but you know what? We did what we had to do, and we almost and we almost ended up winning on the road, even though the road is like our backyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's pretty like you heard Knicks fans in that arena cheering. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Yeah. But it is what it is. We lost that game. Moving on, we're going to learn from it. Yes. Knicks. Celtics. Again, another tough loss. Celtics won 103-101. Oh! I'm going to get to the Celtics stats. Jason Tatum led the way 24 points, 14 rebounds. Then you had Kyrie Irving and um, Marcus Morris scoring 16 points each. And you had Rozier and Bain scoring 10 points each. Now we're going to get to the Knicks stats. Tim Hardaway Jr. led the way 24 points on 8 of of 21 shooting from the field and 5 of 11 from three-point range. I'm clapping, but I still want that percentage to go up, damn it. Yes. <laughs> I'm clapping, but I'm not clapping. But I'm clapping. Enos Cantor <laughs> had another monster game. 17 points, 15 rebounds. He got fouled out, though, towards the end. On a BS call. She. What was that? Whose man's is, man? <laughs> That's the... Never mind. <laughs> yeah. um, Alonzo Trier played good off the bench. 15 points in 25 minutes. And I just defense in that bench. Yeah, it was pretty good. Then we had Trey Burke, 11 points, 9 assists, being that point guard that we need him to be. It's funny, I heard like some... 
it's funny, like, listen, like, because I'm heavy into Twitter, and I do um, the post-game live show with CP, mm-hmm. uh, live YouTube, we talk to Knicks fans, um, and there's, like, there's still, like, mixed, people are feeling Burke as, there's, like, a mix, there's, like, a little Burke hate happening a little bit. It's yeah. interesting, but I'll, I'll talk about that later. Yeah. And then, um, shout out to your boy Damian Dotson, 10 points off the bench. Free Dot, damn it, <laughs> Free Dot! Free! Let him go! <laughs> <laughs> now we get to the team stats right quick. Um, Both teams shot pretty bad from the field. Celtics shot 40%, the Knicks shot 41%. Both, was, both of them were on the end of back-to-back. Yeah. Celtics shot 36% from three. The Knicks shot 34% from three. Yeah, all right. Yeah, the major difference here was missed free throws. Oh, man. We really had this game in the bag. Yeah, Knicks missed 10 free throws while the Celtics only missed five. Free throws killed us, man. Oh, my God. Oh, it's my turn to talk now. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I was was in the moment. I was imagining the free throws being missed (laughs) as I had my hand in my head. Oh, man. Let me get my notes. (laughs) <laughs> so Cantor man this is the good and bad of Cantor mm-hmm. this is one of those games where I okay I love Cantor that's my guy mm-hmm. Horford was giving him the business a little bit yeah he was only because Cantor is just not used to extending past that three point line mm-hmm. so stat wise he did pretty good I yeah. love his activity for the most part matter of fact um since you mentioned Cantor having trouble guarding on the perimeter, Mitch Robinson also had trouble guarding on the perimeter as well. And oftentimes, I, I thought that he was kind of lost on defense. But I yes, but I attribute that to the fact that he hasn't played much basketball yes. in his time. Right, he hasn't played much basketball. He hasn't got any burn really. And even when he got in, he got in as a power forward. He didn't even get in as a center. Yeah, exactly. So it was a lot of factors, which is why it's like a lot. I'm, like, I'm gonna give a lot of leniency to yeah. to Mitch this game. Um, when we, when we get, yeah. So, yeah. But like you said, Cantor, Cantor was, uh, he couldn't really, he couldn't really get with guarding the three-point line too well. Like him and Mitch together, like you said. Yeah. So Horford was having their little, his little field day from three today. Um, and, but, um, I did see some nice things. Uh, like you said, I, I noticed, I like the way Trey pushed the ball this game. Yeah. Um, which is why, when a certain point of the, a certain point of the game, I, Frank didn't really play that much. Yeah, but but you know what? I I don't blame Fizz because I don't think Frank was being too effective. He wasn't too highly effective in the game against the Celtics. Not this time around. Uh who who was who was effective for the, um the Knicks off the bench? I knew Trier. Yeah, it was I, the I, second it was, unit. It was the second yeah. unit. The there was a unit that came in. It was Trier, Dotson. Baker, mm-hmm. Mario Vonley. Yeah. That squad cut into the league at first. Yeah, they did, yeah. Before Mario does some bull. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the team that cut into the league. My guy, my guy Dotson hit back-to-back threes. Yup. And, and you know what? I'm going to say it from now. I think this performance put Dotson into the rotation. Yes. Um, he be- it better, goddammit. Because yeah. <laughs> Mario's defense is looking funny in the light. Real funny in the light. Yeah, it's, it's not looking too great. But I will say that second unit caught cut in. Trier, de, Trier defended Rozier pretty 
damn good. Like he shut him down. Yeah. And at the same time, Trier was going off that he he was having this little put up three games mm-hmm. and one games. Like everything was kind of clicking for him in that quarter. So I yeah. appreciated that. Dotson too, he got like two steals in ten minutes, eight yeah, points. Did. And also he hit two consecutive threes towards the end of halftime to bring the Knicks within two yep. and to cut into that deficit. That's the dot I saw, yo. This is before we even got Tim Hardaway Jr., I was really excited about Dot because what I what I the research I was doing on him made me excited about him. And the summer league games made me excited about him. It made me think like, yo, this guy has ice water in his veins. I still remember this summer league game. Two seasons ago, when the Knicks were down, mm-hmm. Dotson had like zero points. All of a sudden, there's like a minute left, mm-hmm. and he ends the game with nine points. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yo, what the hell? And I look at the Bosco here, ends up with like nine points, eight rebounds, two steals. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yo, when did that happen? Like, he just, so I'm just like, yo, this, and my mom's like, yo, this guy might be like a little killer. Yeah. And I noticed that trend throughout that whole first summer league where he was just knocking down threes very quickly. Yeah, I mean, he was pretty much doing the same thing in preseason, too. Didn't yeah. He? Coach would put him in late, then all of a sudden he just put up points. So I'm just like, yo. And he plays, he plays defense. Yeah. He plays defense. He plays defense. Like, he shut... He was on... Um, matter of fact, when Frank and Dotson were on Tatum, mm-hmm. Tatum wasn't scoring. Yeah. I think he didn't score against Dotson at all. And I think for with Frank, he was one for three or something like that. Yeah. So those guys, Frank in general, who was doing a really good job defending Tatum. Yeah, he was. But like you said before, he wasn't, his scoring wasn't, he yeah, was, wasn't there. Yeah, he shot like 20%. And I'll say, what I say about Frank too is the shots look good. Yeah, he's just, just bricking them. Yeah, they, they, they were on line to go in. They remind me a little bit of Knox's shot. Yeah. Like, it was on line to go in, but they just wasn't... Yeah, exactly, because it, it looked good, but then it just didn't go in. Yeah. So when... And then, at the same time, Trey was finding his rhythm with Enos Cantor, and he was hitting him with nice passes. He was running the offense pretty well. Um, And I felt like, off of those bricks mm-hmm. and steals... Trey was collapsing the defense on the other side and getting nice wide-open kickouts for the other Knicks players. Now, the players weren't all hitting him all the time, but I felt like he was very disruptive. Yeah. And I think that's why, ultimately, uh, the coach left him in the game mm-hmm. for as long as, as long as he did. Yeah. Which I understand. Um, But ultimately, like I said, free throws kind of did us in. Yeah, pretty much. Lance Thomas doing praying not good, kind of did us in as well, but he, he kind of... Mm-hmm. He kind of uh, he made up for it a little bit at the end. Uh, well, he did. He did hit a big three though. Hit a big three at the he, end. Yeah, cause I cause yeah. when it, cause, when, it, cause when, it, when, it, when the three went up, I was like, no, 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 no yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Woo, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was nervous too, bro. What? And then he followed that up with like a nice little block. Yeah. Woo, yeah. yeah, on, on Horford. Yeah. yeah, on Horford. Yeah. I, on Horford, does all people? I was like, yo, he's blocking the big man right Word. there. <laughs> But, oh, man. Yeah, man. But that end of the game, the end of the game was what? Dude. You you know what? I know a lot of people get on Hardaway Jr. for his defense, but that defensive possession against Tatum, I don't think there was much Hardaway can do. No, that was nothing he could do in that I mean, That was nothing. Yeah, because Tatum was posting him up. Tatum is taller than him. 
Tatum just rose up over him and shot a shot a fadeaway and got yeah. in. Like, what, what do you expect Hardaway Jr. to do? That was not that had nothing to do with Hardaway. Yeah. What I will say about this game and even the last game, Hardaway to me was shooting way too much. Yeah. That's the only thing I would say about Hardaway. Um, I also will say there was there was a play where Trier was wide open for three. Mm-hmm. Hardaway was basically had almost a damn double team on. He shot the ball anyway. You, you yeah. know what? You know what? You know I, I remember because Trier was in the corner like this, like yo, I'm open. Like, I get buckets, my hey, man. Give exactly. me the ball. And he shot it anyway. Yeah, I was like, bro, man, like come on, bro, like pass the ball, bro, and. And he keeps saying, he said the same old thing. Yo, I need to look for my teammates more. I need to look. Do it! <laughs> I find that so funny because you saw Trey clapping too. Like, yo, yeah, I'm open, I'm open. open. <laughs> Trey ain't, ain't shy. Give me the ball. What? <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. Like, as crazy as his shot selections were, mm-hmm. he hit two clutch three-pointers in that fourth quarter to, to bring us back, man. That was, that was going to be my old pick. He's, yeah. <laughs> But um, also too, we can talk about this. Mm-hmm. Oh, we talked about it already. People were getting on Trey because they felt like Trey couldn't stop Kyrie Irving in the in the final minutes, and he wasn't scoring. Mm-hmm. So it was like, so Knicks fans were like, "Why is Trey in the game?" Yeah, I'm really don't. I mean, I understand it though. I kind of understood it. Like, he's kind of riding the hot hand at that time. Like I mean, not the not the, not even the hot hand, just the group. The group was getting it done. Yeah. Even though Trey himself wasn't scoring really all the time, he was still kind of mm-hmm. facilitating okay that whole game. Yeah. Nine assists. So I'm not gonna kill Fizz on that. But the last play, we gotta talk about the last play. Mm-hmm. Knicks were down. We were down three. You're talking about the. Final play, right? The final play. Yeah, down by three. Knicks are down by three. Frank tries to get inbound the ball first, mm-hmm. calls a timeout. Knicks try to inbound the ball again. Barely get the ball in. Yeah. Ball tips, almost goes across the half court line. Trey gets the ball. Mm-hmm. Dribble, dribble, dribble. Gets nervous, throws up a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> Gets fouled by Tatum. <laughs> Three shots. Yeah. Let me ask you one question. Answer this truthfully too. I'm a Trey fan. I'm a, I'm a, I'm I mean I'm a Trey Burke fan. Mm-hmm. When he went to that line, what did you think the chances of him hitting all three free throws were? I, I didn't. Th- I didn't think it was that great. I I, I had a feeling he would miss one. Me too. I, I didn't think it would be the first one, but... <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not a good free-throw shooter, which is crazy. As good as he was at the mid-range, at least last season, he's not a good free-throw shooter. So I was like, damn. Yeah. I'm happy we were at the line with a chance to win, but I was not so sure about mm-hmm. Trey at the line in that situation. Yeah. I also felt like Trey shot the ball too early. I, I felt he like, did. He shot the ball he, too early. I felt like he could have got a bit closer maybe and uh, and maybe create something or shoot a better shot. But, eh, I don't know. I agree with you. I agree with you. But I think that's what... I think it's like that pressure. The pressure got to him, man. Like, um, for one, it was one of those situations where they barely got the ball in. 
um, the refs came back and said that that should have been a five-second call. You know what, thinking about it, Frank was holding on to that yeah, ball a bit exactly. too long. Yeah. <laughs> so I think he was a little rattled that A, five-second call should have been called. B, the ball got tipped off. C, the play that they was trying to be run wasn't there. Yeah. They was trying to get the ball to Tim. This is, this is Trey's word. He was trying to get the ball to Tim in two, from two different actions. None of them worked. So at that point, I think in his mind he figured, I'm not sure how much time elapsed yet. All this is happening pretty fast. Seven seconds left. Yeah. I'd rather get a shot up than not get a shot at all. Yeah, true. So all things considered, I'm not super mad at that shot. I remember last year when Courtney Lee didn't shoot the ball. Remember Courtney didn't shoot the ball? I was like, oh, why was yeah. Who's flaming Courtney Lee? Shout out to Courtney Lee. That's my yeah, guy. Yeah, man, yeah. I was just about to shout out Courtney Lee, Courtney Lee that's, too, that's man. That's my guy, man. I know you're not really hurt and they trying to trade you. Yeah. I know. I know. But you still my guy, man. But yeah, we, like I think that's what the situation was with Trey. Mm-hmm. And he was pretty dejected afterwards. Um, hopefully he, you know, rebound. He gets a chance to redeem himself. Well, he has a chance to redeem himself. Money don't got way yeah, too long. Yeah, man, let's go. Yes, let's go, man. Steal those minutes and steal. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, I mean, I mean, at this moment, Trey Burke better be careful that his minutes don't get stolen. I mean, listen, <laughs> <laughs> he stole minutes though. Yeah, yeah, he did steal minutes last season. Not li- listen. <laughs> Frank only played 20 minutes that game. Yes, he did, but I felt like, I felt like his minutes were stolen by Trier, though. I mean, that's, I mean it's, a, it's a combo, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 you're right. No, yeah, you're right. It was, it was stolen by Trier. Yeah. Because Trier was playing a small forward, and it was going small that game. Yeah. So you're right, you're right. But... Mm. But Trey got his usual minutes, though. Trey did get his usual minutes. Trey, yeah. did, Trey did get his usual minutes. You're right, you're right. You know what I like about this? You know what I like? You know what I love about Fizz? Fizz talk. You know what I like about Fizz? After the game, he quoted by saying, that was a crap play. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I never seen so I never seen no shit like that before in my life, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Like, when, you know, you, you don't you don't hear coaches admit that the play they drew up is, is trash. Yeah, like, <laughs> he said he was in the team afterwards. He said, yo, my, he said, yo, yo, guys, my bad. <laughs> that was a crap play. I should have side. I should have drop kicked that play in the in the garbage. I was like, yeah. wow. I was like, that's my coach, man. Word. <laughs> that is that. Can we clap it up for accountability? Can we do that, man? You need that. Yeah. No people in this world need to take accountability for certain things that happen. Exactly man. because. He- you because you got to see that not only does he hold players accountable, he holds himself accountable exactly. as well. And when you hold yourself accountable for the shit you do wrong, yeah. people take you more seriously. I, I I learned that I learned that lesson a while ago in my my young dating days, yo. <laughs> in my young dating days, when I didn't used to take accountability for certain things, mm-hmm. and then what happens when you don't take accountability for things is you lose credibility. Yeah, that is true. People just be done with you after a while. Yup, hold a sec. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, he's still getting shots. What? Damn, Ryan, you cold, son. You have a heart, bro. 
<laughs> but yeah, shout out to Fizz for taking accountability for that, man. Yeah. Oh man, so that that really wraps up the week. I guess we can get into the 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 talk now. The talk about after seeing all these games back to back to back. Yes. Who do you feel impressed you so far this season? For me, I think it's pretty easy. The three players that impressed me the most, Tim Hardaway Jr. Right. Enos Cantor. Yeah. That third position. That's that's the tricky one. You can go, uh, go, you can go a couple of ways. You can. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with Trier. Okay. Yeah, those three are the guys that impressed me the most so far this season. Tim Hardaway Jr. because of the scoring. Okay. Um, Enos Cantor being the usual bully that he is. Bully ball. Yes, and Trier just for being surprising because I was not expecting Trier to come out like this. Yeah, you're right about that. He came out. He's out. He's outperforming rookies that have been that that, that were drafted. That are drafted. He's not drafted. He's not I know. signed. <laughs> he's on a two-way deal. Waiting for Courtney Lee to be shipped. He's yeah. on a two-way. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, Alonzo Trier has really impressed me a whole lot. Like. This dude is like a legit sixth man right now. He's a now. sixth man. Yeah. He's putting up six man's numbers. Exactly. For like, well, Jamal Crawford, I think, won six man a few years. Didn't he average like 16 points a game? You know what? No. Better examples is like Lou, Lou Williams and Eric Gordon because like yeah. they, they won the last two six man of the year awards. They were putting up 20 points a game off Jeez, the bench. that's ridiculous, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. You're right about that. But yo, shout out to Trey. He's doing the. That third, that third guy can be had by a few people. Yeah, though. yeah, you could go a lot you of ways with that third guy. Yeah, but um, shoot, I might, I might name a few just, just to mix it up. Mm-hmm. Who's impressing me? But um, honest, obviously, I like what Tim Hardaway Jr. is. I like the direction he's going. Yeah. Tim Hardaway Jr. is not a finished product. I'm hoping Fizz can coach him up. But I know he said he worked on leadership mm-hmm. this season. And remember what I said in that episode? I was like, he said leadership, but I watched his videos mm-hmm. of him training in Miami and training with Brickley. He didn't just work on leadership. He didn't he worked on his foot, his footwork. Yeah. He worked on finding his footing, shooting threes, shooting quick threes. Um Step back, side steps, shooting the three. He worked on he worked on getting his footing right while shooting the three quickly, and that is why it's. I think that's why right now he has eleven threes so far, and he's among the NBA lead leaders in threes pointers made. Yeah. So shout out to him. He's impressed me. I still feel like your heart. Your, I like your activity level on defense. You gotta need to get some technical things right, mm-hmm. but I feel like you're trending in the right direction. I'm not super disgusted like I was a couple of years ago when we first drafted you. So, kudos to Tim Hardaway Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, pass more, pass more, <laughs> pass more. Don't yeah. just tell me you should pass more the next game. Actually, do it. You actually, do it. You did it twice. Two, two, two games in a row. You said I should pass more. First game, you had five, re- five assists, five rebounds. I want to see more of that from Tim Hardaway Jr. Um, I, I know I feel like I'm going, I'm going hard on him, and I'm, and I'm saying I'm impressed by him at the same time. <laughs> but that's what I do when I like. I feel like I'm harder on people I like too. Yeah. Sometimes. 
Um, Enos Cantor, of course, too. The Double Double Machine. Uh, I like his activity level. The D he's not going to be an elite defender because of his quickness and length, right? Well, what I've noticed from Enos Cantor this year is... Currently, if I'm wrong, the steals. Like, his hands. Yeah. I feel like because he's not... He can't block shots, I feel like he's been poking the ball away a lot more this season than I've ever noticed from him. Mm -hmm. Even he got fouled out on that BS call with the Celtics. He got fouled out getting a clean steal. Yeah. And later on, the refs admitted that that was a bad call. But I like what I've seen from Ian Cantor. That third one, though. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Von Le. Yeah, that's pretty. That's a pretty good choice too. I'm gonna say Von Le because he's a, he's a big man. He's a surprise. The impact he's having on his team so far is a surprise. Yeah, like I heard he was a good rebounder, but man, yeah, he be beasting on those he's boards. He's a beast mode. Like even when during the Celtics game, he was on he was on Kyrie in the island and he held his own. Kyrie thought he can get by and couldn't. End up shooting a a, a jumper over him. He bobbed the shot mm -hmm. and ended up breaking it. I, I like Von Lee, man. He's a keeper. He is a keeper. He is a good player. Word. Honorable mention to Frank. Yeah, Frank's yeah, Frank's done pretty well too. The last game was um It wasn't it wasn't his greatest. It wasn't his greatest, twenty percent. But the other two games pretty good. You can see he's ten trending upward. He he sparked a couple of runs. Yeah, especially um against the Nets to begin the third quarter. Right. Yeah. So yeah, those are my guys. I don't mention Frank because I see a little bit of the growth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, now. <laughs> this is this is this is a Kathy question. <laughs> Who are you not impressed with? Who? Yeah, there's um many ways we can go with this too. Um, first and foremost, Mario Zanja. It's me, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> At times, dude looks like a daisy on defense. Yes. And usually when players are like a daisy on defense, you would want them to at least make up for it on the offensive end, and he's not doing that either. Yeah. So right now, Mario's in the doghouse for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have to say Lance Thomas, only because I expect more from Lance. Yep. So... From that standpoint, I gotta put I gotta put him on the list. That last one though. Now, can I just put Moutier just to put him in there? Nah, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. That last one is the trick one. I know. The last one is the trick one. Like I don't know if I have a definitive answer for because the last one. I, I know some people are getting on Ron Baker, but I wouldn't put Ron Baker there just for the simple fact that. I believe Ron Baker's specialty is defense and hustling. Yeah. Which he does really well. Yeah, would, would I want him to have a better offensive game? Of course. Of course. I, yeah, I want him mm -hmm. to hit layups. Yeah, but I feel like every team needs a guy that's going to play defense and hustle for loose balls and stuff like that, and Ron Baker does that well. So that's the only reason why I don't put him on the unimpressive list. I feel you. Um, e. That, was, I, that I, one I, is I, tough because you go down... Go down the line. It's like, all right, we we barely we we won and we won one, lost two, mm -hmm. but it's like they both they all been close. No one has been really super terrible. Yeah, I know. Everybody's been kind of 
giving you something, right? Like, um, yeah. And the thing is, maybe you can go Kevin Knox, but the only reason I don't want to, I don't really want to get on Kevin yeah, Knox like it's that. Like, he's a rookie. He's a rookie. Yeah. So, and 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 the reason I don't include Mitch either is because he's a rookie, and I understand his situation too. So it's like I don't want to put Mitch on there either. I I, I'm with you on that one, man. Yes. Ah, uh, <laughs> I, I I'm with you on that one. Mario's a uh, Mario Mario. Mario just made me mad because everybody else seems to be buying in mm-hmm. to the defensive effort. Yeah. Technical technicalities aside, you know, you you you're at the wrong angle, your your foot should be closer rather than farther, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mario's problem is he doesn't try. Yeah. That's a bigger issue to me than anything else. It's the easy and it's the easiest to fix, which is why it's the most Maddening, because there was a point in the game when, during that Celtics game and the Brooklyn game, but the Celtics game just happened, where the Celtics were on a little bit of a run. Mm-hmm. And after the Celtics scored a couple of buckets in a row, they're coming down the hole. They're coming down again. I forgot who was open for three. I saw Mario standing damn near straight up, both hands by his side, walking. As the Celtics were running full speed. For the ta- for a fast break, did not work to close out on the shooter, did not even try to find the man to to cover. Mm-hmm. Walking. Mario played nine minutes that game and didn't come back. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately after that bucket, coach called timeout, and Dawson stole his minutes. So, so, so does that mean Dawson is the new oh? <laughs> I miss it still your minutes. I had it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to go acapella, but hey, I mean, we got the sound, we got the sound uh, effects, yeah, so we might as well. Say, I was gonna hit it. Yeah. I, was, I was like, I was, I was, as I was saying, I was looking at the keyboard like, <laughs> I know where I'm going. Yup. Mario, I need you to step up. I need you to step up. I understand. Listen, you have good offensive games. You have good offensive. I'm, 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 I'm on, I'm on the coach fish train. You know, some you miss layups sometimes. It's funny, Shaq and Fuha. Wow, we all have, <laughs> you know, like we you, you make jokes, you move on, yeah. right? I can kind of live with that sometimes. The not trying thing it irks me so much. That irks me more than anything, for real. So you need to please, please clean that up. Please clean that up, please. Lance Thomas, I'm putting him on the list too because it just seemed like he disappeared. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, like he just seemed like he disappeared. I just expected more from him. Yeah. Like he had a pretty decent preseason. And I know he tried. I definitely know Lance tries. So I'm not like as upset as I am with Mario. Yeah. But I was just like, damn, I just expected a little bit more. I thought it was gonna be a year when he like stepped up. I, he, he was showing some new moves in preseason. I thought he's gonna. I know. I, like I, I thought my, I thought my dudes were about to break out the sham gods. Yeah, I later. thought the sham god was coming <laughs> to save us. The god is not. God is still in preseason though. Yeah. He's not here in the season. He hasn't hasn't arrived in preseason. Yeah, yet. Yeah. So that's my second one, and I, I agree with you. The Ron, like Knicks fans were upset at Ron Baker. I was upset at Ron Maker, but I don't go hard on him 
like yeah, I do Mario. Yeah, I don't, I don't do, I don't go harder than me. Either. just, just for the simple fact, Ron Baker shows effort. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> like there was this game, the Brooklyn game. There was one play in particular that was like, come on, man. Like he was wide open for yeah, three. Yeah, I remember he that. He head fakes. And then he decides, I'm going to go real close. And he decides to make a layup, or try to make a layup. Then goes, oh, wait, I'm too close to the defender. I'm going to try to dump it off. Causes a turnover. Yeah. <laughs> like, get your confidence up, man. Like, shoot the shot or make or go for the layup. Like, come on, man. Like, yeah, exactly. sometimes when Ronda's, Ronda's is just scared to make a layup. Yeah. It's like either three or nothing. No in-between game, no, like, so I need you to get your heart up. Yeah. Just get some heart, man. Get some heart. Get some courage. <laughs> so I would put him on three, but it's not like a hard I'm mad at you. Yeah. I really want Dotson to take your minutes anyway. To be honest with you, Dotson should be taking your minutes. I really want Frank to be the lead guard for the uh, second unit. Uh-huh. And have Dotson be the two guard. Hmm. Yeah, that would be interesting. Or three guard. But right now, Knox got injured the last Celtics game. Mm-hmm. So so Fizz said that Dotson will be having more of his minutes now. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, with Knox out. Yeah, with Knox out. Yeah. So I am glad that Dotson will be getting more minutes. I hate that it's at the expense of Knox. Yeah. But I'm hoping that he stays in the rotation. I feel he will because I think he showed enough against the Celtics to prove why he should be getting some minutes. I mean, you're not going to give him starter minutes. Yeah, not, not, not right now. Exactly. But, but he does deserve at least like at least 15 minutes a game. For know? sure. Like, call me crazy. Like, I feel like Dot can be like one of those guys who runs off a lot of screens, hit threes. He sets his feet so perfectly every time he shoots it. I, yeah. I just feel like there's a lot of unpacked potential. He could be those one of... He could just... Gives you buckets real quickly, mm-hmm. get, grabs rebounds and, and play defense. Yeah, like like the way Dotson plays is a true definition of a three and D type player. Yeah, like and and I feel like he's been he's been doing um he's been good at setting people up decently. Like he'll he'll get to that paint that middle area foul line area and set people up for jumpers and, and layups. He's been doing that nicely too. So. Free Dot, man. Free my man Dot. Let it let him let him go. Yeah, he, he's gonna be free now though. <laughs> let Dot go. Even after Knox comes back two or four weeks whenever that heals. Yeah. Yo, question. Did you notice the lineup changes that Fizz was doing that Celtics game? Yeah, didn't he didn't he start the second quarter with that un- unconventional lineup with like Mario, Trier, Baker? Who else was in that lineup? Yo, there was one lineup where you had Mitch and Cantor together. Oh, yeah, yeah, that lineup too, yeah. Didn't quite work out well. Nah. <laughs> I'm not sure if... Yo, Fizz always lies. I love that guy, though. But he was like, yeah, they they were... He, he acted like they were so in sync. I was like, they wasn't in sync, though, Fizz. Nah. You, I don't I know mean, what game you was watching. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 mean, I mean, my man Mitch did not know where to go. Yeah, like, he, he didn't was know all, where to go. He was he mad was all lost. Over, yeah. <laughs> Bad loss. He needs. He he. He'll get his G G League reps up. Exactly. At some point, though. Yeah, and then Cancer was leaving dudes open at the three point line. Yeah, like. exactly. <laughs> but the Von. Here's the the close the game. How do you like the Von Lay, Cancer lineup to close the game? Sometimes. I could rock with that. I could rock with that too. I kind of like, like like the way that looked a little bit. Yeah. Both of them offensive rebounding guys. It's gonna be hard keeping both of those guys off the glass. 
finally has the foot speed to keep up with some guys. Yeah. I'm liking that. Yes, this year is pretty good to me too. Yeah. Let's let's keep a look out for that. He might be yo, Vonley might be a candidate to um actually when I'm thinking about it. I mean Lance no Lance does hold hold uh Greek Freak. But Greek Freak put on some muscle, bro. Oh yeah, Greek yeah, Greek Freak looking like yeah, he looked yeah. like he looked like a true freak this yeah. season. Greek Freak looked like he ate a freak. <laughs> 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 and now he's he's two sides in size, man. Word. I wonder if Vonley has like the muscles to kind of hope, like, cause you seen Greek Freak like he's overpowering people, dude. Yo, like I think like what the first game of the season, first game of the season, he had like twenty eight points, eighteen rebounds. Yeah, like, man. You know, like what is going on? Crazy. <laughs> Maybe we not just we, we might have to take Vonley on him and and Lance to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to fans being creative with the lineups. But um, yeah, that's shoot. All right, I think we talk all we have to talk. Yeah, I think so too. All is left is our favorite little segment. Ah. Oh. It's Oopick time. Yes, yes. For yes. those of you who've never listened to this this show before, Oopicks are the top picks, the top plays of the week from our Knicks players. Sometimes Ryan gets crazy and puts some <laughs> other guys in here. But <laughs> this week is all Knicks. This week is all Knicks, goddammit. <laughs> Brian, I'm going to try my best to my, my Migos ad-lib right, for um, you. Oopik, what you got? Yeah, because I know we I know we got some of the same ones. Yeah, yeah, go, just go ahead. If, 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 I, if, I run, if I run out, I'll run out. All right. So the first Oopik I, wa- I want is Trier against the Hawks. Oh, you taking the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> you dirty dog. This is, I, <laughs> All right, I, fine, 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 fine. So um, it was towards the end of the third quarter. Trier, I I forgot who they were who they were doubling. I think they were doubling, was it Frank? I think it was Tim Hardaway Jr. Oh, on, Tim the right Hardaway side, Jr. on the right side of the floor. Yeah, Tim Hardaway Jr. and there were like two Hawks around him. So Tim Hardaway Jr. saw Trier open, mm-hmm. so he passes him the ball. Trey Young tries to close out on him, but Trier was like, "Nope, excuse me, I'm gonna do my fillet impression." Yeah, fillet, fillet, fillet. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so Trier was like, "Excuse me," and he skipped through that lane. Skipped him a loop. And then, hey! Boom shakalaka! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Bangs it! Posterized! Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Did you see the cheer eyes on the. Like, they have two pictures of cheer poster on two different angles. And he has, uh-huh. he has the, like, the eye emojis on it. Like, look at that. See <laughs> that was looking real Starkish. Yeah, it was. <laughs> People got, starting to compare him to John Starks. Oh, bit. man. <laughs> That's an honor right there. That's an honor right there. He might be more accurate than John Starks, though, though. Yeah, true. His shooting percentage might be higher than John Starks at this point, though, actually. True that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, my second oop pick goes to um Tim Hardaway Jr. Okay. Against the Celtics. All right. You know, the game was in the balance. Yeah, it was in the balance. Knicks were down by six in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Then Hardaway hit two straight three-pointers to tie the game. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> And, Two for you. And then my and then Tim Hardaway Jr. did his padded in, you know, arms at, arms by the side. Yeah. Was like, what's wrong? Like, ah. Leroy's Greek. Yeah. <laughs> Eat that. Word. Is, is he the Roy, the Roy scream or the Timmy shimmy? Ah, damn. Yeah, you, you know what? I, I like the finesse. I like the Timmy you shimmy. You like the Timmy shimmy? Yeah, I like the Timmy shimmy. I don't know yo. what it is about the Timmy shimmy. It looks ridiculous. <laughs> I would never do it <laughs> as I just do it. But... I don't know. It's so funny when he does it, though. It does. Yeah, it is funny. It's hilarious. 
<laughs> but I rock with it. I rock with it though. Yeah, I rock with it too. I rock with it too. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then my last Upe goes to um Frank Nilakina. Okay. Taking all my picks. It's all right though. <laughs> it's all right though. Uh, uh, I think it was a play against the Nets. I think where he had the ball on the pick and roll mm-hmm. with Cantor. And there yeah. were two Nets defenders, and he passes the ball between both Nets defenders, a bounce pass, yeah. perfect to Cantor, and Cantor finishes at the rim. Oh! Yes. Not only does Cantor finish at the rim, Cantor does, like, some spin move PA. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that spin move, I forgot to mention yeah. that. Yeah, that spin move was nasty. It was, yeah, it was nasty. It was mean. It was tight. It was, I was like, yo, how did Frank get the ball in that tight little space, man? Exactly. They can't have put some finesse on that. Yeah, dripping in finesse. Word. <laughs> <laughs> all right, since you took all damn near all my damn woo picks, <laughs> let's see what's left, what's left, what's left. I'm going to say... Even though we lost this game, mm-hmm. the Nets game with the game on the line, Trey Burke dribble, dribble, dribble. Mm-hmm. Trey Burke ends up on the left side of the court. Enos Cantor sets a pick. And I was already scared because, like, left side of the court. Mm-hmm. You know, by the foul line, by the by the sidelines, that's like turnovers territory central. Yeah. Because you know the line is an extra man. Somehow, Kansas hits a pick, a nice little pick. Starts to roll. Trey Burke starts going full steam. Two players kind of come into Trey Burke. Trey Burke hits Cantor with a nice little bounce pocket pass. Cantor catches the ball. Go jumps in the air. Does some eludes another defender who comes to help and does like some scoop shot on the reverse side of the rim. Oh, pretty damn. He's like, damn, I never seen a man so big and so agile. <laughs> it was like cancer ballet. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. Yeah, that was nice. Word. Also, I'm gonna give love to my guy, Knox. I'm gonna give love. I'm gonna give no. I'm gonna give love for Fizz too. <laughs> Cause another time it was a game on the line. Next game on the line. Uh, Knox blows the defensive assignment, but the Knicks end up with the ball. Fast break. I think it was Tim Hardaway Jr. I think Tim Hardaway Jr. is pushing the ball. I believe. Mm-hmm. Sees Knox in the corner. Passes the Knox in the corner. He shoots it for three. Bang and. Boom! Hits it clean, and Fizz yells at him for blowing his defensive assignment. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Tells the man, stop celebrating. <laughs> Why did you blow that defensive assignment? <laughs> and the funny thing about it is that even though he blew the defensive assignment, like Nick still got the turnover, though. That's the yeah, funny thing man. about it. <laughs> yeah. So shout out to Fizz and Knox. Y'all both sharing that ooh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now that that ooh, that is over, it is now time for the bruh. Yes, <laughs> the, the bruh picks. And ah. for those of you who never listened before, bruh picks are the picks, the 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 the, the calamity, the the bad things that happen during the game that we want to point out and make fun of. Yes. Sometimes it's next games, and sometimes it's something that happens around the league. Yes. I don't think I do. I even have bruh picks this this time. I don't think I really have a bruh pick this time. So I'm going to just 
Leave it to my guy, Ryan, a.k.a. Bruh Man from the Fifth Flow. Yes, yes, yes. Bruh. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my first bro pick goes to Vince Carter. In the fourth quarter against the Knicks, he was trying to get the Hawks back into the game. Uh, so he? he starts a fast break, and I don't know, maybe it's old age. But oh, <laughs> old man, River. Oh, man. He's how old? He's like 40? Yeah, he's like 41. Okay. So, you know. He's, he's still doing it. Yeah. So he saw, you know, his guy Dorsey, you know, on the wing. He wanted to get the ball to him. Throws the ball behind him, misses him completely. Ah, bruh. <laughs> First, bruh, Vince Carter, you my boy, but that was bad. Yeah. My second, bruh, goes to Wesley Matthews hmm. for um the Dallas Mavericks. Okay. So at the end of the first quarter, he was throwing in the ball, right? Mm-hmm. The Mavericks didn't have much time on the clock, so you knew it had to be an alley oop pass. DeAndre Jordan, which is, you know, playing for the Dallas Mavericks right now. Yeah. He was at the rim. So Wesley Matthews spotted him. He was like, you know what? I'm going to throw this ball up. Oh, you know? no. I got ready to <laughs> You know, let DeAndre Jordan, you know, slam the ball right quick. He throws in the ball. <sighs> it hits the shot clock. Bruh. That wasn't too great. Um, <laughs> Do you want to tell our story? Oh, all right. I mean, okay, next bro pick. <laughs> okay, so the next bro pick um, I'm going to go to is, um, if y'all weren't watching this weekend, there was a big brawl mm. between the Lakers and the Rockets. Bruh, bruh, <laughs> bruh. Bruh, what was that? Now, the funny thing is, this is also going to take me into my whose man's is this segment, because there's one person against a whose man's is this in that whole fight. But first, I'm going to start with the bras. Yeah, man. My first bra goes to CP3. Bruh. Really? Yeah, because here's why. You know, CP3, first of all, it had nothing to do with him to begin with. You know. Oh, okay. Brandon Ingram was, you know, he was kind of angry. I don't know why, but he was kind of angry. You know what it was? Somebody got clotheslined earlier. I think it was a, a, a something was boiling because mm-hmm. somebody got clotheslined earlier. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it was it was Ennis clotheslining um Josh Hart when he was right. going to the basket. Yeah, I when, think that kind of yeah started been, it. Yeah, could have escalated it. But you know, after Brandon Ingram and Brandon Ingram was was finally taken away from the situation, you know, Chris Paul's there just chilling. I don't know what happened. I don't know who said what to who, but it seemed like Chris Paul turned around and said something to Rondo. So Rondo got up into his face. Mm. They started chirping back and forth. Rondo threw some spit where Rondo gets a bra too. Bruh. That's the thing, though. Like, Chris Paul get the bra? Rondo spit on him, though. Chris Paul started it, Bruh. though. Chris Paul said something slick to Rondo and made Rondo get up into his what face. What did he say, though? I don't know what he said. But oh, he, no, man. Okay, But you could tell when you were watching that he turned his head and he said something. That made Rondo come up Chris to him. Chris Paul always says something slick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you notice, Chris Paul is always in the middle of something, yo. Yeah. He kind of is. He's like, he's like, he has this Cliff Paul persona on his commercials, but he's always into something. Most definitely. And Rondo gets a bro pick for the spit, as I said, too. Bruh. But the fact that Chris Paul responded with the... Yo, it had to be one of the most disrespectful, 
one-handed face motions I've ever seen in nah, my life, nah, yo. Nah, I'm, dog, dog. If somebody's bit my face... Yeah, they. I mean, you, you're supposed to throw that punch. Dog, dog the, the, the one-hand son is the least of your worries. I know. <laughs> that's the light version, the one-hand son. That's the, that's, the, that's the version of I'm still in the NBA in front of people, and I'm not trying to get fined. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not going to let you spit in my face. Like, I understand that reaction. Okay, I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, but I, it was just disrespectful. Like, that one-handed... No, you getting that no. one hand. Spit in my face is disrespectful. That's more, that's more disrespectful than it, the hand. It, 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 it is more disrespectful. As I said, that's why I gave Ronald a bro for the spit. Okay. But I'm just saying, that one-handed face much, I was like, God damn. Yo, that was mad disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Then on top of that, this is why Ronald was about that life. Because Ronald spit on him, and then after Chris Paul did that, he threw the first punch. Bruh. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. You don't spit on no man, though. You don't want to spit on a man unless you want smoke. Exactly. And Ronda wanted all the you smoke. You want all the smoke. All the smoke. <laughs> it's like, damn. Like, Chris Paul might as well let, lead, lead with the punch. But if Chris Paul landed with the punch, he would have got suspended more games. Yeah, that too. Because he only got suspended two games while Ronda got suspended three. Exactly. Rocking a hard place, yo. Yes. Rocking a hard place. Team manhood tested. <laughs> Rocking a hard place, you know. Exactly, yo. Because it's like, yo, if someone spits on you, like, yo, even you gotta do even, something. Yeah, even the most calm person's gonna wild out. Yeah. Because that's OD disrespectful. OD. Yeah. Now we're gonna get to whose man's of this segment, which goes to Brandon Ingram. This is why the whose man's of this goes to Brandon Ingram. Oh, we need a new, we need a new drop for that. Yes, we do. When it'll come in due time. The reason why Brandon Ingram gets the who's man's is this is because he fouls Harden. Harden ain't do nothing to this dude. Yeah, I didn't even get that either. <laughs> I don't understand. Harden was just going to the ref like, yo, that's air one, that's air one. But I don't know what it was, but he didn't go up in Ingram's face or nothing like that, and Ingram just randomly pushes him. Bruh. I don't understand that either. Yeah, I'm like, yo, why you pushing him for? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I have no idea. What, I don't know. I don't know what that young boy's brain, brain is saying to him, man. I don't know what the hell happened. And then on top, it seemed like it was out of nowhere. And then on top of that, when CP3 and Ronald were fighting, this dude came running to get it out of nowhere and landed it and, and put in a couple of jabs yeah, on CP3. Did you hear CP3 statements? I'm so, I'm sad. <laughs> I'm so sad that this happened. I mentored this young man in my camps. And da, 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 da. Nah, he don't care about that. It's exactly, like, it's yo. Just, <laughs> he wants to smoke now. He looked like he was about to pull up on Carmelo. I, oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> Carmelo's like, come on, son, come on. Carmelo's like, come on, man. You don't, you, you, not, you not don't me. Want, I ain't the one. Ain't the I ain't one. the one. <laughs> a part of me, I'm not going to lie. A part of me was thinking back in the day when he Carmelo's with the Nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> and he was fake tough. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was like, if he really came at him, was he going to do something or he was going to keep backpedaling? I was really thinking that in my yeah, mind. Yeah, that is true, because he did he did punch Marty Collins and he ran. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And what's his name was between them? Uh, Lan- I think Lance. Oh, wait, was it Jared Jeffries? No, no, no. No, I'm talking about fast forward to, to, to um. Oh, that, today. That today. He was oh. talking, but Lance was already holding holding the Ingram back. Yeah. So he was probably like, he's safe right now. Let me talk about something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I felt like you know, Brandon Ingram, if that wasn't on the basketball court and that was, like, an actual street situation, like, people would be like, yo, whose man's is this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel you. Word. Yo. Yo, you know what? I want to I wanna go back. Oh. I forgot this one that we picked. All right. Only because it was, like, that disrespectful a little bit. All right. Confession, guys. Not even confession. I'm 5'7", right? Mm-hmm. 
You know what uh, short guys hate? Short guys hate when you post them up. That is like the most, that's like almost disrespect a little bit. Yeah. It's frustrating. We hate it. Trey Burke in this Hawks game. <laughs> game is already out of hand. Mm-hmm. Calling for the ball <laughs> in the post <laughs> versus Trey Young. Oh, Battling man. for his name. <laughs> <laughs> Young lost. <laughs> oh. Trey Burks hits him with the back fadeaway jumper baseline <laughs> to finish yeah, to embarrass Trey Young. Hey, that's that's that point guard on point guard crime right there, man. That's it, not it, allowed. It it is point guard point guard crime, but what makes it worse is that like Trey Burke not even that taller than no. Trey Young. Like they about the same height. They about height. the same height. He posted about you. That's mad, yo. That was mad. That was wild, disrespectful, man. Oh man. But yeah, shout out to Trey for that post up. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Yeah. We have come to the end of the show. All that's left is predictions. We are playing Milwaukee on Monday. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, we are playing Miami. Both games are away. Friday, we're back at home, though. Ah. Uh, to who, though? But we're playing Golden State. <laughs> Bruh. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn. Predictions? Ah. Um, so, Bucks and Heat on the road? Yep. Jeez. Yeah, man. Uh, okay, you know what? Let him, let, let him know, Ryan. I'm going to say Bucks, W. Okay. Heat, W. Ooh! <laughs> Warriors, L. Okay. I respect it. Three and three. I feel you. I'm teetering between Bucks W, mm-hmm. Miami L, Golden State of course L. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. I'm going back and forth my mind between two W's and an L, mm-hmm. or one W and an L, and yeah. two L's. But um. Yeah. I'm oh. going to be optimistic. Yeah, that's the thing. I was trying to speak it into existence. I'm going to be man. optimistic. <laughs> I know, like, we came close to the Celtics. I'm going to hope that we learn something. Yes. Tim Hardaway Jr. passes the ball. <laughs> Mario Cantor plays defense. Uh, Mario, Mario, <laughs> Mario Cantor. Mario <laughs> plays defense. Kansas keeps getting double-doubles. Lance wakes up out of his coma. Ron Baker hits layups. Yeah. And, and hits threes. And his threes. And we win. Yeah. That is the end, guys. Ooh, we did it. Scorpio takeover? Yes. Best show ever. Most definitely. We don't need no Leo. Leos. We don't need them. <laughs> we got this. We got Kathy. We don't need them. <laughs> Edson. We don't need them. Maybe well, to help well, maybe well, to yeah, set well, up. Yeah, with the tech. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with the tech, we need them. <laughs> but after that, we good. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. So, yeah, if you enjoyed this show, follow us on all platforms, all social medias. We are on Twitter, thekotshow.com. We are also on Instagram at 
thenickoftimeshow.com. We are also on SoundCloud. Listen to all our episodes at soundcloud.com slash the, don't forget the, and all these, thenickoftimeshow.com. We're also on iTunes. We don't have like a, like a, like a little. Is that the URL? Yeah. It's just like a bunch of numbers. P1759. But, <laughs> but you can Google us. We there. Yeah. <laughs> leave a comment if you're on iTunes. Yo, leave comments on iTunes. Make, make us look good. Yes. It helps us a lot. And yeah. Also, I want to say November 2nd, I will be there. I think probably Ryan will be there as well. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll be there. There will be a gathering of Nick's Twitter podcast shows all there at the same place. Uh, Posting and Toasting will be there. Nick of Time will be there um, and others. Nick's Film School, shout out to them. Uh, we're all, we'll all be meeting at a bar in New York. To find that info, follow us on the social <laughs> medias on the YouTubes. I'll be I'll be showing the flyer on YouTube and letting you know all information. So definitely do that. So um Ryan, where will we find you? You can find me at Sir G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. That is S-I-R-G is C H I L L I N. Obviously, as you know, I'm the blogger, the writer for the Nick of Time show. Yeah, yeah, yo, he's doing a phenomenal job. Yes. Killing the game right now. So, you know, definitely go to our website, thenickoftimeshow.com, where you can read all my stuff. Definitely, definitely, definitely. And he's a great writer. does great recaps. I love the way he writes. <clears throat> and if you're a writer, you want to you join a team, we, this is the time to do it. You join right now. Hit us up on the email. Also, you can find me on my IG at J Ellis Draws Things. That's J-E-L-L-I-S Draws Things. No dollar sign S, straight up, nothing fancy. Mm-hmm. Draws you know, like draws. Yeah. Because I draw things. I like I drew this merch. <laughs> Shout out to the merch. I drew all the merch. Yeah. Get your merch. If you're on YouTube, the merch link is in the bio or in description. Uh, it's also on the nickatimeshow.com slash catalog. Or just go to the website and go to the menu and go there. The yeah. Store. It's easy. And I believe that is everything. Yeah. Two man show. That's how you do it. That's how we go. Most definitely. Peace. One. Peace and love out to where you're from.